prophecies to prove they were right so that others may hear and say it is true. And then in verse 10, it says this, You are my witnesses, declares Yehovah, and my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, no God was formed. Now will there be one, nor will there be one after me. Haven't got my glasses on, see? Anyway, it's amazing you shared that, Russell. And uh, this is uh, the scripture um, that uh, was was open to me today. And I just believe it's confirmation to what the Spirit is saying. You know, he confirms to us. You know, we're not serving uh, a religion. We're not walking, you know, just in something that makes us feel good or something that can just help us through the day. We serve a living Elohim. He is a living God. Hallelujah. He wants to speak to us. He wants to minister to us. And, you know, as Russell just shared, and I really believe this is important to what the Spirit sent, he shared how he sowed the seed, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. He sowed the seed of the gospel, and sometimes we don't know what's happening in people's hearts in those final moments. And, um, you know, it's not about works. Salvation is not based on works. And there are many people who find the Messiah even in those final moments. Uh, there's one testimony of uh, one guy, uh, McCormick, who was uh, stung by the box jellyfish and died. And while he was in a coma, he had a personal encounter with Yeshua in a coma. And in a coma, he gets saved. He gives his life to Yeshua in a coma, and he he, he comes back supernaturally transformed. Uh, you know, it, I, sure, I know we shared that testimony of his uh, uh, resurrection. He died. Man, they had the little uh, tag on his toe in the morgue, and uh, he came back to life again. Um, but he talks about the encounter of what happened in the presence of a mighty God. And again... What are we looking at? Because let me tell you something. We all, you know, life life doesn't last forever. You know, um, you know. Look, we're not getting younger every day. Do you know what I mean? We're not getting younger. Uh, <laughs> so there there comes a point in time where our life on this earth will be over, and you know, the purpose of us being here is. What are we going to do for the Lord? Will we give our lives to him? Will we serve him? And some people find out in that last moment. Others, you know, uh, get to find out way before. And in the midst of, uh, of knowing who he is, there's nothing more powerful than living for Yehovah. And what a privilege we have to live for him and share the love of Yeshua. And just again, as Russell shared, as he shared the testimony of the resurrection power of a mighty Savior with his Father, we also have the opportunity to share the gospel of Yeshua with others. And we want to be people who are on track, uh, sharing the love of Yeshua with those who are broken. I mean, there's people who are suicidal, going through difficult times, and... Uh, you know, facing all different challenges. But let me tell you something, we serve a mighty Elohim. So that was blessing, uh, a blessing to hear what you you shared there, Russell. 
And uh, for those that have just joined, we've got Jerry Thanks, with us as well. Uh, we've got Madeline with us. Uh, we've got Haley with us um, that have just joined. Um, and uh, welcome. You can listen to what Russell shared uh, back on the video on the Crossing Point page, uh, just how God gave him confirmation of what happened to his dad before his dad passed concerning his salvation. So anyway, there was no coincidence in that scripture being open before me today, because this is the scripture, uh, the chapter I shared on on Thursday on, uh, you know, that open heaven, the prophetic word about open heaven and breaking the spirit of lack. It's what we shared the other day and shared again yesterday of that message. But I just want to go back and read a little bit from Isaiah 43, because I want us to get something down in our spirit today. And that is the importance of his reality. We serve a God who is real. He is real. He knows what we are going through. He knows what you're facing. He knows what your prayers are even before we ask. He is the creator of all things. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Hallelujah. If there's ever a time to be confident in Yahovah, it's today. Are we ready to step out and do exploits for him and see his kingdom come and his will done? Then there has to be an order within our lives for that to happen. And that's why we've started uh, opening up the book of Haggai um, on the last broadcast. If you haven't heard it, I hope you get a chance on YouTube to listen to it. But um, the foundation of what we're putting down there is what is the word of the Lord? And are we applying our lives in accordance with his word? You know, many of us have been discouraged or not, not saying that we've been discouraged, but we might get to that place where, uh, you know, just the assignments of what's going on around us can start to uh, clog up what the Holy Spirit is truly saying within our lives to a place where we uh, can miss what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. And, you know, in the book of Ezra, chapter four, and this is something I'm going to be sharing uh, on the next broadcast, we see at the beginning of the chapter, we see that the enemies of Israel uh, came before them and they said, uh, you know, who are they? They are uh, the enemies uh, of Judah and Benjamin. They come and they said, let us help you build because like you, we seek your God and have been sacrificing to him since the time of Eshrahadon, uh, Eshrahadon, king of Assyria, who brought us here. Now, basically what they're saying is they're lying because there's no temple. How can they do sacrifices? How can they do all the things that they say when there is no temple? And the enemies were coming to attack uh, the the children of uh, Judah and Benjamin to say, look, you know, we're going to help you. And in the end, they weren't coming to help. They were coming to cause division. They were coming to cause problems so that the temple of the Lord would not be built. And um, we see the documentation in the book of Ezra opening up uh, the timeline and the background story to the prophet Haggai. So anyway, we're going to be opening that up and sharing on that uh, in these uh, coming days once we can work out how to get a broadcast done. <laughs> anyway, I want to just go over again these first few verses 
of Isaiah 43. And I want us to, uh, like, like we always do, get to that place where we lift our eyes up to the hills. Where does our help come from? It comes from Yehovah. I want us to come to that place corporately where we see we say, yes, I agree with the word of Yehovah. I stand upon the promises of God. His promises are yes and amen. He knows what we are going through. He knows what we're facing. And in the midst of all of that, we don't want to be so full of what we're going through that it causes us not to be effective to what the Father is doing on the earth today. We want to be participators in his kingdom. And this is what it says in uh, verse 1. But now this is what Yehovah says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Hallelujah. We belong to him. And I know there's someone really needs to hear this today, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of gossip there's a lot of stuff that goes on there's people trying to curse you there's people trying to push you down uh, trying to break you and we've got to recognize no i am i'm redeemed i'm summoned by name i belong to the king of kings and the lord of lords verse two when you pass through the waters i will be with you we have salvation Praise the name of Yeshua. We have passed through the wars. We've said to the old man, you're gone. We've died to the old man. We've come through that Red Sea, that baptism, the mikvah experience is so important. We pass through the wars. What does Yeshua say? I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, when you come over Jordan, I'll be with you. It, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. What's the sin? The effects of this world are not going to be the effects that determine the outcome in your life and my life. Hallelujah. We are not subject to the effects of this world. So, Father, we stand upon the promises that even if it's like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they stood in the midst of the fire, and everyone was in awe. Why? Because why is there a fourth man in the fire? And secondly, why are they not all in flames and burning up when the very people who put them in the fire died because the, the fire was so hot? But we have a promise, and it's a sustaining promise that if Yehovah be for us, who can be against us? Who can separate us from his love? For I am the Lord, your God. I am Yehovah, your Elohim. Now we've got to make a decision and say, Father, where are you within my life in the midst of the things that I face? You might have had news today and you don't know how to handle it. Well, invite the Holy Spirit into that area. You might have things going on around you that's totally out of your control. Uh, crises going on around you that are affecting you in the midst of your walk, in the midst of, their, of your life. But understand this, we have the Holy One of Israel. He is our Savior. He is our Deliverer. He uh, gave Egypt for our ransom. He's saying this to the oppressors. He's saying this to those who want to put you in slavery. 
slavery. Hasatan wants you enslaved in the things of this world. But you have a God that says, I release you. I set you free to follow me. I set you free to walk in my ways, to experience the richness of my glory. There is no uh, um, people group. There's no demonic power that is strong enough to take you out. Hallelujah. So where are we found today? Are we found within his presence? And all through this portion of this scripture in Isaiah 43, what's what's the, the prophet Isaiah doing? He's building things up. Do not be afraid. I am with you. He's saying to the people, I need you to rise up into a new realm. You want to see victory? Then you've got to rise up. Yes, you've sinned. Yes, you've been separated from me. Yes, you've walked away from me. You know, but I've recognized where you are. I have paid the price, the Redeemer. Hallelujah, as we see in verse 1. I am the Redeemer, the Messiah, the Redeemer. He has paid the price to set us free. And now this world system, now the enemy, all those curses that were sent without cause, they're going to have to go back to where they were sent from. And the Father says, I'm going to, I'm going to bring you to a place of plundering hell so that we see the blessings of a mighty God. I say to the north, give them up, verse 6, and to the south, do not hold them back. There is nothing that can hold you back from the promises that the Father has over our lives. And here's the question today. Are we aligned with the calling that the Father has given us? You know, just over these last few weeks, I, I enjoyed going over the testimony again of Jerry when he was in hospital with COVID and just the testimony of his experience of coming through. And what what's the, the, the key foundational word in his testimony why why did he not die why did he you know why is he still here because the father has a plan the father has a mission his time is not up we still have time and sometimes when we're on that near-death experience we see the value of time very different than when we're just going through normal life and don't don't be separated from the value of this day. This is the day that Yahovah has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day for the fullness of his promise. This is the day where we can push back evil. This is the day where we can speak forth his word into the hearts of others that they can be encouraged. And the question is this, what's our commitment back to the Father? And in the book of Haggai, what do we see there? We see the people living in their paneled houses because of the oppression, because of the attack, you know, in so many ways, even legal attacks coming against them. They were ordered, you shall not build. And for, I don't know, maybe it was 18 years, they weren't allowed to build and they were oppressed. They were pushed down into famine, into poverty before the prophet Haggai was able to stand up and make a declaration, hear the word of Yahovah. And in the word that comes forth, you know what's so powerful about the prophetic word from Haggai? You know, most times when the people hear the prophetic word, what do they do to the prophets? They want to stone the prophets. Oh, we don't want to listen to you. Oh, we're offended. Huh. 
you know, the, the, the word of the prophet is to bring us back in line to the will of God, the purposes of Yehovah. And this is what it says in this portion of scripture in Haggai chapter 1 um, and verse uh, 13. Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, gave this message to uh, uh, of the of the Lord to the people. Let me put some glasses on so I can see it and without it all being fuzzy. I I am with you, declares Yehovah. So Yehovah stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, son of Shel Sheltiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, son of uh, Jazadak, the high priest, and the spirit of the whole remnant of the people. They came and began to work on the house of Yehovah Almighty, their God. Now, what do we see here that's different from so many other pr prophetic cries that we see within the scripture? We see the unity of the people coming together in a spirit of agreement. They get it. They come to that place. They get it. They're like, yes, this is the word of Yehovah. Yes, we've been oppressed. Yeah, the word was to build the temple. And even though the people who had saw the former temple, they were like, wow, you know, this temple doesn't look that great. But it's not about the bricks and mortar. It's about the presence of the living Elohim. Now, we should be known as a people, as the temple of Yehovah, who are people walking in the power of Yeshua, the Messiah. Hallelujah. And that's what we want. It's not about how amazing does the bricks and mortar look or how great is the bricks and mortar. The question is, is the very presence of a mighty God dwelling within us. And I tell you, I just want to encourage you tonight. I want you fired up here today as we spend these moments in the presence of Yehovah. What are we fired up about? We're fired up because we're not serving a religion. He is a living God. He cares for us. He has given us a commission. He has given us orders. Guess what? You and I are summoned by name, not just summoned because you're you're black or you're white or you're uh, Native American or English or Scottish or whatever or, or European. No, he says, I have summoned you by name. You are mine. And I tell you what I sense by the spirit of Yehovah. He's saying in this season, I'm going to speak to you so clearly. You want to receive a new fire, just like the fire on William's uh, uh, little uh, face thing there. He's got that fire pit there. If you want to receive the fire of the spirit, if you want to get that authority of the spirit and fire is power. Let me tell you something. Fire is power. We need the power of a mighty God to crush the assignments of the enemy. And listen, you and I, we can get we, we can get uh, upset on the ways of the world. We can stand up. We can protest. We can do all those good things in the things of this world and with what's going on within our society. But let me tell you something. The greatest fire that should be within our hearts is the fire of the Ruach HaKodesh, the fire of his spirit. And what does it say here? It says, bring my sons from afar, my daughters, from the ends of the earth, verse 7 of Isaiah 43, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created 
for my glory, whom I formed and made. Hallelujah. Lead those who have eyes but are blind, but have ears but are deaf. All the nations gathered together and the people assemble. Which of their small g gods foretold this and proclaimed to us the former things? Let them bring in their witnesses to prove they were right so that others may hear and say it is true. But guess what? You and I, we are the witnesses of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You are my witnesses, declares Yahovah. Oh, I'm telling you, you know why I like to evangelize? You know why I like to get out there and share? Because we see the glory of God manifesting, changing lives. And this is what it's about. This is what it's about, sharing the good news of the gospel of the kingdom, bringing forth his truth. What happens when revelation comes into the hearts of men and women and children around us? What happens when he reveals who he is to them through the word or through uh, the, the, the word that he has given us to share into their lives? It's supernatural. It's changing. We are servants. We are chosen so that we may know and believe and understand that I am he. God is real. He is real. What do you face? Let me tell you something. I'm not going to waste any time telling you the things I'm facing this week. I'm not even going to go there. Why? It doesn't matter. What matters is where is God in the midst of it? Where is he? And that's all that matters. It's where he is in the midst of it. That's where the victory comes forth. So we stand on the promises of Yahovah. And isn't it amazing? In Second uh, Haggai chapter 2, it says in verse 4, Be strong, Joshua, son of uh, Josie, jo <laughs> jo <laughs> you know, son of him, you know, the high priest. Be strong, all you people of the land, declares the Lord, um, and work, for I am with you, declares the Lord Almighty. What's he saying here? It's the same thing that the word that was given to Joshua, son of Nun, when they were coming into the land. What was the word from Moshe? What was the word from God in Joshua chapter 1? Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. It's time to stand in his strength. And what I, I'm getting in the spirit, uh, you know, over these days, and especially today as well, as we press in together as the family of Yehovah, what I'm getting is this, that, you know, we have to receive his strength. You know, when we say be strong, that's an impartation. Be, it's an instruction. Be strong. Receive the strength of Yehovah. Receive the word, the revelation, the word of Yehovah to bring supernatural change. Are we ready to be advocates for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Are we ready to be the voice piece? We don't know what is before us, you know, past this moment. We don't know the future, but the Father knows the future. And what is he saying to us as the people? He's saying, I want you to be equipped. I want you to be armed. I want you to be ready. You've got to be ready in season. You've got to be ready out of season. This is the time of preparation because when that moment comes, when that assignment comes, 
You don't know how much time you're going to have to prepare. That's why we've got to be prepared now. That's why even in armies, they don't say, oh, you want to join the army? Man, you look pretty tough. You look pretty big. Okay, you can join the army. They don't send you off to war just because you look tough and you look big and you're passionate about being in the army. No, you've got to go through boot camp. We've got to break you. We've got to, we've got to find out what's on the inside. What's on the inside of us? You know, sometimes you take a hammer and, you know, you might be hammering. Well, not that someone like me would be hammering, but, you know, for people who use hammers like Albert, you know, Al. <laughs> if you're hammering, you hit your thumb by accident, you're going to find out what's on the inside. Uh, it's what's coming out the mouth when you hit your thumb. Yeah. <laughs> Is it glory, glory, hallelujah? Is that what's coming out your mouth? You know, the question is, what's the condition of the heart? And the condition of the heart is everything. So when the word of the Lord comes forth that says, be strong, <laughs> receive the strength of the Lord, we're talking about we need the condition of the heart to be established, that his word is established, that we are unshakable concerning who he is. And if we will get to that place, we will truly see the victory. And oh, you can tell I'm fired up. I'm fired up about this because you know what? Devil, <laughs> you're messing with the wrong group of people. You're messing with the wrong group of people. You know, if you can take an 84-year-old, an 86-year-old, two old ladies that disabled can't even get their, out their house, if you can use them to bring in the prayer that brings transformation and revival in our Hebrides in Scotland, Father, you can use me. <laughs> you can use me. So the question is, you know, you are not going to be empowered by the Spirit if we are just lazy sitting around thinking something's going to happen. The only way we are going to be empowered by the Spirit is if we press in. You've got to take hold of the promises of Yehovah. Let me tell you something. His promises are not just going to stick to you, hey, Sarah, Sarah. You've got to take hold of it. You've got to learn. There's got to be determination. You're not going to win a sports event because you watch so much sport on television. You're not going to have victory because you listen to preaching on YouTube for 10 hours a day. That's not where victory comes from. We've got to get in the presence of Yehovah and work out our salvation with fear and trembling. So do not be afraid. Don't be afraid of what's before us. You know, no matter what crisis is before us, my God is able. He is able. He has summoned us by name. He knows what's going on. He knows what's going on. And this is the day of victory. This is the day of breakthrough. But the question is this. It's one thing to hear the word. It's another thing to do the word. How are we going to apply his word and bring forth his goodness to a broken and lost generation today. So, Father, we receive the word today. We thank you, Father, that you have called us to be strong, that you are saying to us, be strong. You are saying to the people of Yehovah, I am with you. I am with you. So we stand in your strength. We are not going to be afraid of the fire 
We're not going to be afraid of anything that may be before us, but we stand in the promise of Yehovah. Hallelujah. We have come through. We have come through so much individually. And guess what? We've come through so much together. Thank you, Father, for relationships. Let's not leave each other behind. Let's walk this walk together because one will send a thousand to flight, two, ten thousand, two are better than one. So let's be effective for the purpose of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Why? Because everyone who is called by my name, who I've created, who I've formed, I'm calling on you. I'm calling on you. The question is, are we responsive? Are we responding to the call? Are we going to take the authority of what the Spirit is saying to us, or are we just going to let things pass us by? You know, when Haggai came up to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple uh, with the group of Jews uh, that came up, let me tell you something. It wasn't everybody that came up. It was only a small percentage. I think it was like 50,000 people left. The rest of them were all just happy being in Babylon. They were all happy with their new lives. They're all happy. And, and, and sometimes people are not going to respond to the word, yet they were chosen, yet they were called. They were summoned, but they didn't come. So there's something that we have to do. And, you know, how do we get to that next phase? We get to that next phase by listening to the Spirit and saying, Father, I need you to speak to me. I need you to give me your word so I can walk in your ways. And that's why we need the living word of Yehovah right now, right here. And, you know, that testimony that Russell opened up. I didn't know what he was going to share, what he shared. But let me tell you something. It's a testimony to the glory of a mighty God. It's a demonstration of the reality of who Yehovah is. This is not religion. It's not some dead religion. It is the reality of God. He knows how to speak to us, how to communicate to us. He is the one who tells us, uh, the end from the beginning. He is the one who reveals his purposes, his promises, even before they happen. Isaiah 41, 26 as well. So, Father, we stand upon your promises today. They are yes and amen.